Isn't it true that there are certain battles in our life that we are so ashamed of, we try to keep it as a secret in hopes that no one will judge us for our weakness? In this episode, we're going to look at how depression and suicidal thoughts can affect our mind and few practical ways to overcome them. Thank you all for joining us today. If this is your first time, please consider subscribing to our channel. Before we start talking about this specific topic of depression and suicide, I just want to encourage you first that sickness is not your identity and Jesus longs for you to experience wholeness in your body, in your spirit, as well as in your mind. So what is depression? Uh, depression can be defined as a serious condition that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and even the way you act. Often when somebody deals with depression, they feel completely hopeless and gloomy about their future. Often it leads people to a place of thinking about death or suicide. So what is suicide? Suicide can be defined as the act of taking one's own life as a way to escape the pain and suffering. We should know that suicide is a temporary solution to a temporary problem and God wants to bring us out of it completely and heal us completely as well. So what are the few practical ways to deal with depression and suicidal thoughts. First, take care of your physical health. In 1 Kings 19, uh, we see the life of Elijah. He's running away from Jezebel because the Jezebel wants to kill him. He's found alone in the wilderness. He's discouraged. He's depressed. Uh, and he's asking God, hey, can I just end my life? And he falls asleep under a tree. But uh, the truth is when God responds, the first thing God tells him is not about his sin. He does not tell him about his lack of faith or his lack of spiritual discipline. The first thing the angel touches him and says is, arise and eat. Elijah does this and he goes back to sleep. The angel comes again and then he says, arise and eat for the journey is too great for you. So it's so important that our physical health is maintained first. Second, ask for help. You need to know that sharing your feelings is not seeking attention, but you are reaching out for help. Definitely avoid negative people, but at the same time, don't keep suicidal thoughts away and as a secret from the people that you can trust. How about this? Ask yourself, who, who are you blocking from your life that can be a blessing to you, that can speak life and the truth of God over your life? Third, which is so important, is break the pattern of low self-worth. Often when people are depressed, they struggle with feeling worthless and guilty. They're fixated on their past failures. They just think life is not worth living and even get to that place where they're like, people would be better off without me, which is the lie of the enemy. So most of us find it 
easier to self-devalue so we don't have to deal with the lies and with the thoughts and the voices in our head of low self-worth. So don't get to that place where you're so self-critical and negative about everything in your life that it leads you to abuse yourself and the people around you that might mean good for you. Fourth, speak words of life over your situation. Often when you're depressed, all you see is negative things. All you see is negative things happening around you. It's just not enough to ignore the negativity, to ignore the negative feelings and the lies, but replace it with the truth. Replace it with the word of God over your life. One of them can be remind yourself that you are not alone. The lie of the enemy is that you are in this by yourself and it is okay to isolate and die. It is the lie of the enemy. See, Elijah, he thought the same thing. He was discouraged, depressed, and he tells God, God, there's nobody. And God replies to him and comforts him by saying, first of all, I am close to you. I'm so close to you that you're going to hear me in a whisper. And second of all, there are 7,000 more prophets that are still standing for me. You are not alone in this journey. So God is for you and he wants to walk with you in whatever journey and process you're going through. Second, you could remind yourself that you need to cast your cares upon Jesus, upon God. Don't get to a place where you normalize depression and make it part of your everyday life. First Peter chapter 5, it says, cast all your cares upon him. I want to ask you, when is the last time you cast all your cares upon Jesus? Can you make a decision today and say, hey, I'm going to cast all my cares on Jesus today. I refuse to carry it one more day. See, God wants you to have joy. God has a purpose for you that is so much bigger than the lies and the fears of the enemy over your life. So it's time for you to take care of your health. It's time for you to intentionally break every destructive pattern that will lead you into a place of low self-worth. It's time for you to speak a good word over yourself a good word that would break the shackles, a good word that stables your thought life, a good word that puts hope back into your mind. Matthew 6, 26 says this, do not be anxious about your life, about your tomorrow. And then it talks about, look at the birds of the air. They need the sow, no they reap, no gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value to than they are? Think about this. You matter to God. He has put a high value and worth over you and me. You are his most prized possession. In the next few episodes, we're going to look at what are the things that we run to when we are struggling in our mind. And what is God's heart for us when we do that? If this episode has blessed you, please take a moment to share this with your family and friends. Thanks for listening and God bless you.